Hey folks, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets, the sports, conference, and all types of shows. And if you're like me, maybe you're trying to find some tickets to a certain bowl game in Santa Clara between Cal and Illinois, and I believe it's called the Red Box Bowl, who, who knows, but uh, yeah, maybe you're looking for tickets to something like that because it is bowl season, and you can use the Game Time app to find those. Well, now, Game Time is hooking you up for the holidays with a $10 credit. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Tickets section of the app, create an account, and then under the Billing section, use the redeem code THEATHLETIC. Once again, that's THEATHLETIC, all one word, for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, people. Credit is only available to the first 1,000 people who redeem the code, and it expires at the end of the year. That's December 31st, 2019. So make quick moves and score last-minute tickets. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to everyone. This is Jason Jones. Uh, Excuse my voice. Uh, I think I'm coming down with a little bit of a cold. Uh, It's kind of uh, appropriate to a degree considering how the Kings have been shooting lately. Lately, uh, Kings lose to the Memphis Grizzlies 119-115, their third loss in a row. Dropped to 12-17 on the season. Go 1-3 on their four-game road trip with the only win coming last Sunday in San Francisco against the Warriors, who are this year one of the worst teams in basketball. So competition picked up. Kings couldn't match it. All that going on in the midst of trying to uh, integrate De'Aaron Fox back into the mix. He actually started uh, Saturday's first start since he uh, returned from his injury over these last previous three games. Uh, trying to work Marvin Bagley back into the mix. Not having Bogdan Bogdanovich tonight again the second uh, straight game with a sore ankle. All in the midst of that. You got Buddy Hield in a miserable shooting slump. Harrison Barnes kind of woke out of his a little bit, but Buddy is still ooh, woefully struggling. Uh, one of my gripes, uh, he's not getting to the foul line. He took a technical free throw tonight and missed it. But I'll dive into that situation a little bit more. But uh, again, Kings lose 119-115. And where are we are right now in the season? Uh, going into this uh this trip, you had to assume, or maybe you were hopeful as a Kings fan, the Kings would go at least two and two. You figure, hey, get the Warrior game. And then you say of the three, the next three games, you got to be able to at least get one of those. You know, you think maybe we can get, get some revenge against Charlotte. That didn't happen. Indiana's a good team. That wasn't going to happen. You said maybe, you know, Memphis is a young team. Uh, going into the game, had an 11-18 record. Was just 5-11 uh, and 11 at home. Has blown leads a few times this season, as a young team will do. But still, the Kings couldn't take advantage, couldn't get themselves going. Uh, allowed the Grizzlies to shoot 48, 2.48.2%, 42.9% from three, 15 to 35. And then they got 24 points at the foul line. Whereas the Kings only got 18 points at the foul line. Actually, it was a, not a bad amount of free throws for the Kings, but nevertheless, still another loss. And let's dive into what's going on with this team. From what I can see, it uh, looks like there's a lot of um, 
like a lot of adjusting going on right now. Uh, we did see some more of Marvin Bagley playing with Rashawn Holmes, and we also saw, the, you know, if you call it the big front court uh, of a uh, Holmes, Bagley, and Bielitsa. And I think in the second quarter that kind of led to some uh, defensive breakdowns. Uh, uh, Marvin probably not used to guarding a guy like Solomon Hill. Yeah, remember Solomon Hill? Yeah, he's still in the NBA. Uh, no ski mask, as they would say. You know, he's getting his money. He's, you know, he's earning his money in uh, <laughs> in Memphis, unlike when they had him buried in New Orleans. And uh, in that second quarter, Solomon was able. You know, it looked like this Marvin wasn't accustomed to having to defend a guy that far out in the perimeter. And uh, a couple of breakdowns here and there. Uh, Solomon gets an open three. That kind of got the momentum going in Memphis's favor in the second quarter. They outscored the Kings 37-29 in that quarter. And the Kings, I guess you could say they rallied in the fourth quarter, but the reality is they they, won, they lost by four. This wasn't a four-point game. This game was controlled by the Grizzlies from start to finish. Uh, they got out to a nice lead. Kings kind of got back in. You know, Kings were actually uh, got into the game uh, only down two after one. But yeah, this is this is this is the game was controlled by the Grizzlies, even though their starters weren't exactly great tonight. You know, John Morant, who's uh, probably going to win Rookie of the Year, shot four thirteen. Jaron Jackson Jr. shot four of eleven, but still had eighteen points. Uh, but you know, Jay Crowder, uh, seven he got seventeen points and ten boards. Uh. So, I mean, there's just a, a lot of different ways we can look at this game and just kind of figure out what's going on. But the first thing I want to look at is just bench play. Obviously, the Kings bench is a little bit different. Without Bogdanovich, Luke Walton decided to go with a three-man rotation tonight. Uh, only guys off the bench that played were Bagley, Trevor Ariza, who actually had a, uh, statistically had a solid game with uh, 13 points, eight rebounds, two assists, and two steals. And Corey Joseph, who again uh, went back to the bench with the uh, Kings, moving De'Aaron Fox into the, back into the starting lineup. Corey struggled shooting, missed six of his seven shots, but he did have five assists. And the goal is three points. But third game in a row, you saw at least one bench player really impact the game and uh, kind of swing things in favor of an opponent for the Kings. And this time around, uh, it was pretty much anyone off the bench <laughs> For the Grizzlies, uh, you know, you come into the game, you know, a guy like Grayson Allen can shoot the three. Kings let him hit three threes, 13 points for Grayson Allen. DeAnthony Melton, another young player, 11 points, four assists off the bench. Oh, yeah, by the way, Grayson Allen also had three assists. Um, Tyus Jones, uh, 12 points, four assists off the bench. Get this. The Grizzlies got a total of. 17 assists just off their bench and they had 32 for the game i mean that just tells you right there their bench came in and really affected the play and really swung things in their moment in their favor whereas the kings only had 22 assists for the entire game you know some of that's obviously going to be comes down to making shots but also it's like the king's spacing is a little off right now they've played a certain way without De'Aaron and marvin for so long it looks like they're kind of just really trying to figure out the best way to play right now so but back to my original point uh the kings are going to need to figure out something when it, in terms of how to get more from the second unit just because you can't continue to let these uh second units come out and just kind of essentially blitz you the way the, the grizzlies did i mean like i said you got three guys in double figures and brandon clark also had eight points 
So, I mean, you know, he's a bucket away from being in double figures as well. So, while the, while the Grizzlies are getting that from the bench, you know, Bagley is giving you 11 points and 11 rebounds, but he also he, he only shot four of 11, missed both of his threes. He had two assists, two steals, but it's not the, it's not the same overall impact that that bench had because, you know, you have him. Ariza said nice line, not the same impact overall. Joseph didn't have the offensive numbers, but still. That's uh, 27 points from the bench. And on nights where Buddy Hill is going to struggle the way he did, and we'll get into Buddy again, like just what he did last night, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Buddy's shooting woes of late. If if Buddy's going to struggle like that, you need someone to come off and provide some punch. And obviously, no bulky doesn't help, but perhaps maybe you look at, you know, maybe you want to give Justin James a little bit of run. Uh, maybe you throw in Harry Giles just for, you know, the sake of seeing, and maybe that'll spark something. Uh, maybe Yogi Ferrell can come in and do some different things. But it looks like right now, once you get Bogdanovich back, you're going to have a nine-man rotation, and Giles, Deadman, Yogi, and Justin are just aren't going to play. So if, if these are going to be your core bench guys, they're going to have to impact the game a lot more than they have lately because these last in each of these three losses, the opposing bench has has played a big role, whether it be T.J. McConnell in Indiana or Malik Monk getting 23 points and 10 boards off the bench in Charlotte. Just The Kings need to figure out just what the roles are going to be off the bench, and some of that will just come as they get settled, I believe. Once you, If you can get bogey healthy, if you can get everyone kind of back in their, uh, where they should be slotted, so to speak. Because right now I just think guys are kind of just trying to figure things out, and that can't be more obvious when you have, like I said, a, a Bielitsa, Bagley, Holmes front court, which I don't think I've seen in a game this year. And even if they've practiced it, I mean, it's not like they've done it a lot. So, you know, you're going to see some different things, I think, right now. And that's what you, that was a different thing tonight. And I'm curious to see that with a day off tomorrow then having the Rockets come up. This is exactly what a Luke Walton will do. That's going to be a team that's going to want to spread things out, play small, play quick. And this will be the first time I think we have to kind of figure out when it's time to go small, do you try to steal minutes at Marvin with the three? Hey, don't get mad at me, but I know y'all remember from the draft when Vlade said that he thought Marvin could play some three. Maybe you got to steal some minutes there with him. To get him on the court, do you just use him exclusively as a backup five in that situation, or if he does, he start the game? There's a whole lot to think about going into the, to the Houston game, but more importantly, uh, probably the biggest priorities are the defense, which has definitely slipped lately with the, some of these changes. Like I said, the Grizzlies, you know, are an offensive juggernaut per se, but you know, they do want to play fat, you know, shoot the three, so on and so forth. But to let them shoot 42.9 percent from three. 48.2% overall is not good enough, especially for a streaky Kings team that offensively, you don't know what you're going to get sometimes, which brings us to two guys who have been struggling. One, Harrison Barnes. He kind of got out of it. He had 25 points, 7 of 19 shooting, but he hit 4 of 9 threes. And guess what else he did? He got to the free throw line. 7 of 7 from the line. So Harrison did some things to get himself going, which wasn't the case with Buddy Heald, who continues just to have a uh, this rough go of it these last and now for the third straight game uh buddy's shooting three shot three of 18 that's right 
three makes, 15 misses, two of 11 from three. Got one free throw for uh, on a technical. He missed that. So he didn't get to the line via contact or draw anything. And when he did get to the line, he didn't make it. He had six rebounds, just one assist. And over the last three games, it's really been a struggle for Buddy. Really been a struggle. And this team, this Kings team can't win with Buddy shooting like that. They just can't. It's not possible. And over his last three, you know, his last three, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And so let's take a dive into just what Buddy's shooting is lately. It's not pretty. Uh, over his last three games, my man Buddy is shooting 11, 11 makes. And get this. 30 uh, 36 over 36 shots 11 to 36 over his last three games who yeah below 33 percent then on threes in his last three games and mind you this includes the charlotte game where he went four eight on threes buddy is seven for 28 in his last three games on threes 25 percent it's just, you know 29 points over the last three games that's, you know, back-to-back games and single digits. That's just not, you know, he hasn't, and Buddy hadn't done that. He hasn't gone back-to-back games and double digits since early in the year when they started off 0-5 and he had three points against Utah on the loss and then only five against Denver on the loss. He was struggling to shoot the ball then. He kind of broke out of that in November. But, yeah, this is probably easily just overall his, uh, not his worst in terms of scoring over a couple of games, but... Considering the number of shots he's getting up, and then and he just can't get a rhythm. And again, he can't get to the foul line. You know, if not for a technical free throw, he wouldn't have gotten to the foul line again for a third consecutive game. That's just not. That's not gonna cut it. Buddy knows it's not gonna cut it. You know, he's as hard on himself as anyone, and that's just not gonna be good enough. The Kings aren't gonna win games with him shooting uh, in, in the twenties and. Just you know, being a, a volume shooter uh, without any efficiency, they're not going to win a lot of games, and they haven't won the, these last three, like that. You know, in the Kings' last win, Buddy was eight of eleven uh, from the field and, and scoring his nineteen points. But again, that was against the Warriors, and really, it's kind of you know, I kind of treat those numbers like they did against early against the Knicks. Yeah, you got the numbers, but. That's that's probably the worst team in the league right now, or one of the worst. Uh, they're probably fighting right now with teams like Atlanta and New Orleans, which has been struggling mightily for a worst team in the league. So you got to do you got to play better when the competition steps up. The defenses are definitely gearing in on Buddy just because they know what he can do if he can't go. And so some of it's on Buddy. It's also on his teammates to help him get through this and get him going because things won't get better this season with Buddy shooting like that. And just before, and like I said, I'm not feeling the best, so I'm not gonna hold y'all all night. But before we get up out of here, just wanna uh, kind of recap again. The Kings lose 119 to 115, and the score is not indicative of how Memphis controlled this game. Uh, three game losing streak, and the Kings need to kind of just figure something out with, with the Rockets coming to town on Monday. And trust me, uh, I think you don't need anybody needs to 
you gotta you ain't gotta be a genius to figure out the Rockets are gonna be motivated to get some revenge from uh the game in Houston where they lost on Bielitsa's three at the buzzer. You know, James Harden had forty seven points tonight and they beat and the and the Rockets beating the Suns, so Sure, he'll be feeling good. Oh, by the way, Russell Westbrook had 30 at 77 points between those two guys. So they'll be ready to roll when they get to town, I think. Like I said, especially coming off of the way they lost that game in in Houston. The Kings, on the other hand, are heading the wrong direction. Three straight losses, four and six in their last ten. Uh, this thing will be at home, but they're only six and five at home. So it's not like they can get home and say, yeah, we've got this because we're home. So a lot of work for the Kings to do. Still a lot of basketball to be played, but I think we all expected, or at least they warned us, that there would be some bumps once Marvin and De'Aaron got back. And to get them both back at the same time seems to have disrupted the flow of the team so far. So maybe now that you got three games under your belts with De'Aaron and Marvin, maybe that'll start to pick itself, get cleaned up as we go forward. So I've got not much else for you. Uh, Enjoy your NFL Sunday. You out there, take care. I'm gone. Uh, Check back with you Monday. And remember, no throne room breakdown with myself and Kenny Carraway next week. We'll be having the week. uh, We'll get going to have a week off, but there will be post 82, uh, the post game breakdown with myself. So stay on the lookout for all of those. And y'all be good out there. I will catch up with y'all later. And I'm gone.